welcome to the Unblock Your Business podcast. I'm Abby Rogers, success coach, business coach, and hypnotherapist. And I help high achievers and business leaders to take control of their minds to achieve incredible success, smash those income goals, and above all, create a life of abundance, well-being, and happiness. Join me as we slay imposter syndrome, level up your mindset, and get you feeling like you can achieve anything you want in your life or business. Because, you know, you really can when you get your mind in the right place. Let's dive in and look at how you can show up bigger, better, and more uniquely aligned in life and business today. Hey there, it's episode 55 today of Unblock Your Business. And last week I talked about one of the key areas to focus on to build your millionaire mindset, which is to look after your physical health and learning to feel confident and awesome about your body. Whether that is just through leaning into acceptance around yourself, if that genuinely feels like the right way for you to go, or whether that involves making some changes to your lifestyle um, and, and how you're looking after yourself physically so that you can feel more confident and feel that you are showing up giving everything in your life a hundred percent. So today I'm joined by the wonderful Greg Ferron as we explode the myths and rumours around weight loss and look at why change doesn't need to be hard even when it does feel impossible. And we share plenty of tips and insights to help you shift your mindset and to develop true body confidence and I think this is really worth a listen even if you are not in the least bit interested in making any changes uh, physically because I think it's it's just got some great mindset advice in there for every aspect of life and some things that might surprise you so take a listen and if you have anything that you want to share on this I would love as always for you to get in touch via the email address you can find the show notes for today's episode at www.unblockyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. Sit back and enjoy. So today we are joined by lovely Greg Firon, um, who I've been kind of watching on LinkedIn for a while and really love his content. Lots and lots to say um, in terms of fitness and nutrition and looking after ourselves and our bodies. So uh, delighted to have you here with us today, Greg. And uh, yeah, do you want to jump in and tell us a bit about you and what you do and how you got there and the whole shebang? Cool. Thank you for having me. So, oh Lord, um, my name is Greg Fearon. I have a business called Greg Fearon Coaching. And basically I help generally perimenopausal, menopausal women get in shape, lose weight and get their body confidence back. Um, and I do that through nutrition, exercise, but also work on the mindset because mm. the problem I see is that everyone talks about exercise and diet. Everyone's talking about diet and exercise. Yeah. If you don't have the mind dialed in, ain't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So I think um, it's all so geared towards the, like the physical side of it, isn't it? And there's just not enough focus on, the mindset side of it but that's the real kind of linchpin that's the thing that holds everything together and makes it actually work because without that it just falls apart doesn't it you just fall off the wagon (laughs) every time every time every time Um, yeah so how did I get here um 
I, when I was younger, I, a lot younger, oh my Lord, um, I did a sports science degree, I did A-level PE, and I always wanted to be, I was always into sport and, you know, and then I kind of transitioned into kind of the corporate world. So I started working in management, um, which was great because it helped me learn about people and business. Mm-hmm. That was great. And I used to do my fitness and stuff on the side. Um, and then I ended up in the NHS. So mm-hmm. as part of my journey, I actually used to run gynecology and maternity uh-huh wow at a big London hospital so I got to spend a lot of my time with kind of world-class gynecologists um and endocrinologists so I can understand yeah. more about the ladies I help but also I guess my big reason for making this shift this way was because I've seen my mum and my sister struggle with weight for so long mm-hmm. and the amount of frankly bs that comes out about for women about you know trying to stay healthy etc yeah. um I wanted to help women get unconfused by it all. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I'm here. Wonderful. And it's, it's such a fascinating subject as well, isn't it? And there's so much misinformation out there as well. And I'm sure you just spend your days like fighting off all the rumours and all the BS. <laughs> I, I normally help them. I just help people when they've tried all the all the crap. I just go, just come and talk to me and I'll sort you out. So yeah, yeah. Now you now you need the real solution. Let's get you sorted. <laughs> exactly that. Absolutely. So what was it that kind of led to working with professional women in particular? Um, do you think it was just seeing you, your mum and your sister struggling and thinking, I really, really want to help other people who have been through that same thing? Or um, It's a combination of that. And also I just found that people would come to me who, and they were just generally women, 30s, mm-hmm. 50s, just wanting to, you know, get in shape. And that's, I guess, how I grew my reputation when I had a boot camp and um, my more in-person business and stuff and then it because I've been in a corporate environment at fairly senior management level as well I understand some of the struggles of trying to marry up work career etc so it just all of that experience and all of the other stuff I've studied it just kind of comes together I'm really excited to talk to you today because it's always been a real struggle for me as well and I think a, a lot of women are probably in the same boat so um so many years of thinking well I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing I'm eating all the right things I'm following a healthy diet I'm trying to exercise and it's just going all the wrong direction <laughs> it doesn't feel good and um I think we can you know certainly we, we should be embracing our bodies and feeling really positive about our bodies but also when you're really caring for your body in the right way and you know that you're feeling good it just helps the whole kind of confidence thing all around doesn't it so it's such a such a big picture thing I I guess it's a little bit like business right Mm. because one of the things I've learned is that how you do one thing is how you do everything yeah yeah (laughs) so if you don't look after your health Mm. then your business will suffer at some point too right and vice versa and your relationships suffer and just everything suffers. So I think that's one of the key things is that I think we kind of move our health and fitness and whatever to the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're told that all this other stuff is really important. Mm-hmm. You have to show up and be a great person and look after everybody else. Yeah. While you're, while you're crumbling yeah. in the corner going, <laughs> why can't I get in shape? <laughs> Healthy. Why don't I have energy? Um, why can't I fit into my favorite clothes anymore? Yeah. Um, And what we tend to do is we often neglect the basis of our health Mm -hmm. in in search of shinier object things. Yeah. 
the business. Oh, look at that lead magnet. Oh, $27. I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah. And often it's going back to the basics and looking after those first, and then you can do all the advanced stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to pay attention to ourselves sometimes, isn't it, with those distracting shiny objects. And I think just the way that we're kind of trained and conditioned to be as well, I think um, there's a lot of that, like put yourself last, look after everybody else first, there's no time for you. And we just, we've kind of assumed this narrative and um, that's how a lot of women feel. And then they just don't have the energy to look after themselves because they're so knackered from running around after everybody else all the time. And it feels like this massive mountain to climb. It feels like a real um, struggle to start thinking about how you can make tweaks and changes. But I guess very often or what I've found in my own life is very often it's the small things, the little tweaks and the little changes that make the difference. Do you find that with your clients? Definitely. When I when people come to work with me, it, we go right back to basics. I should be right back. And it would be like something very simple. Like this week, I just want you to eat protein at every meal. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. yeah and almost a bit suspicious because they're like yeah. what's going on what's the trick Easy. Like, oh, that's it just work on that um but you alluded to something else that's really important i think when i'm working with clients often what i found is like you said for the ladies i work with they're just stuck and they can't understand why mm. and most of their coaching actually ends up being understanding the stories they've got in their heads uh-huh. yeah self-worth value Things that have happened in their past with parents, friends, partners, um, which all culminates in this thing about, well, I don't deserve to be put first. Mm, mm. I'm not worthy about being healthy. Yeah. So I guess that's the approach I take is like, we can do the nutrition stuff. That's easy. Yeah. What's going on that drives the behavior? Mm -hmm. Mm. Because that's the key. If we can't understand that, then we're going to always struggle. Yeah, it's a really interesting one, isn't it? And we we also can end up attaching a lot of self-worth to this like imaginary future one day when, when I'm 20 pounds lighter or whatever it might be, one day I'll feel worthy. Whereas actually we've got to build that self-worth Ooh. early yeah. on, haven't we? It's got, got to have it now and then you can yeah. lose the 20 pounds. It <laughs> becomes whatever. easy. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it, you said something really interesting a minute ago about it being hard mm-hmm. so even if we listen to the language that we use of ourselves whereas it's a struggle it's hard to lose weight yeah. it's not yeah the body the body will take care of itself yeah. once you take care of yourself so i think even our language around how we how our business works how our work, career works we attach these things of hardness and then what they are is stories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are real like yeah. Can, can I share something? Yeah, yeah, far away. <laughs> All right. So one of my favorite things to do with clients is I call it stories and facts. Mm-hmm. So often it will be it's hard to lose weight. You know, I can't lose weight. Mm-hmm. But that's a psychological story we've just built up for years and years and years. It's really hard. Yeah. And the environment doesn't help, right? Because all you see is you've got to work really hard in the gym and you've got to do all these crazy things to to get in shape right nutrition yeah. hard got to do insanity right which yeah. by its very name is just crazy <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that um so i'll ask the question and say well is it hard to lose weight and have you ever lost weight before and you'll say well yeah i have mm-hmm. like, great great so now we have a fact rather than the story mm. 
if you went to the judge and said judge I can't lose weight as an example the judge would say well where's your evidence of that yeah yeah so I want evidence of yeah it's been hard to lose weight now you're like oh actually I can lose weight maybe I didn't use the right methods in the first place Mm -hmm. but now I, I know I can lose weight so let's hold on to that rather than let's hold on to the story of I can't lose weight yeah yeah so yeah, just something to share. Hey, I'm sure that will work. In, it, it applies in business. It applies in yeah. the work you do. Yeah. I can't make sales. Have you sold something before? Yes. yes. So you <laughs> can make sales. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're very good at telling ourselves the, the limiting stories, aren't we? The things that really, really hold us back. But, oh, just you were talking about how, um, how we've got this kind of, yeah, societal narrative almost if it's really hard it's really difficult and we do we call it a battle with our bodies don't we we say it's a battle to lose weight um and there's everything you see in the newspapers and magazines it's like menopausal weight gain and it's it's there's almost this acceptance that that's the way it's got to be um i guess we can call bs on that well i'll ask i'll ask the question where's the fact and where's the story yeah so are there people around the world, women who are perimenopausal, been through mm-hmm. menopause, who are in, you know, great health, great fitness? Yeah. The answer is yes. Yep. <laughs> the, the issue is, is deciding that we know there's a certain a set of circumstances that come, that come with the menopausal situation, right? We know that hormones are going to play up. There's going to be some crazy things happening. Yep. <laughs> It's a decision, right? It's a decision that says, do you know what? I'm actually going to do something about it mm. or I'm just going to sit and wallow. Yeah. It's choice. And I guess it can feel harder when you've got, you know, hot flushes or the joints seem to start aching out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I get that. But then the question I'd ask is, right, what can we do? Yeah. Always options. Always options. Always options. <laughs> so what, um, what else do you see? women typically typically struggling with who come to you um in, in terms of mindset and health and how would you say that tends to impact on their their work or their business how does it play out i think the big one is um i am my i am my business right so mm. i'm gonna all of my energy into my career my business but i'm gonna also break myself in the process yeah <laughs> which actually doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like you're building a business to have freedom, right? Not to trap yourself in. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking responsibility and looking after me, I'm going to just plow every bit of energy into that. Then maybe my family afterwards. And that happens because I have to fulfill this role of being everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. Again, which is not true. This is why you then take on staff, a VA, etc., to help you not do everything. Mm-hmm. I think this is where it comes in because often and I've seen my mum the same she she did everything in the house well mm-hmm. actually that's a lie she made us do a certain amount of chores but she was always on the go yeah, yeah. she didn't stop so I guess for our generation we've seen our parents just always on the go always doing something and nowadays it doesn't have to be like that we know this mm-hmm. but it's almost like well I'm not a good woman if I'm not helping everybody and trying to do everything in my business Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah then leads you to resent your business because you're sitting there going i'm doing everything i'm tired i don't see the family i can't go for a walk i can't eat properly yeah I feel like crap 
tomorrow you go and repeat the same thing. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think then what happens is you don't set things like boundaries. So you end up in meetings that you don't want to start working with clients you don't want to because how we do one thing is everything. Um, you then in, end up eating food that you don't want to. Yeah. You're no exercise that you don't want to. Yeah. You haven't set clear boundaries about what it is you really want. Mm-hmm. And being okay with, yeah, actually, I can have that. I can have health and I can feel awesome. Yeah. And have a great business. But if you're leaning on the story of, I have to stay late all the time, I've got to do this last thing. I've got to be seen as this pillar of 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 my work that I do everything because that's another one, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, if you work in corporate, if your boss comes to you at the last minute while they walk out the door, by the way, and oh, can you do this presentation for tomorrow? Oh yeah, I'll do it because I'll, I'm seen as valuable then. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> oh no, I I've done you that. Can have that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have that back, or it's the well, the conversation is, hey, I'm finishing in half an hour. I tell you what, I can have it done for another time at this time. How does that work? Then it's in someone else's court. But I think women that I've worked with don't have never been taught to coach their bosses. No. no. Coaching is a skill, I think, asking the right questions of people to get them to understand and open up. So that's probably one of the big things is there's no barriers. There's no kind of, who's my identity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And often you'll hear, I'm a mum or... I'm a wife, or I am the owner of this business. Actually, no, you've got a name and you've got dreams and you've got goals. So what are they? Yeah. But they get forgotten behind looking after the children, looking after the business, etc. All that confidence gets swallowed up and we kind of forget that we mean anything. Yeah. Outside of all that. So yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's it's really empowering um, working with your clients and seeing them really empowering for them um, to discover that they they can put themselves first and to start focusing on them for a change do you notice that really builds confidence in other areas of life for the team definitely uh, I mean one of the things I ha- often have the conversation when someone comes to work with me is does your family know that you feel this way about yourself like have you ever expressed how you feel mm-hmm. like well no I haven't I'm like why well oh because I feel like I'm going to look like an idiot I'm going to feel safe so I'm like well the people who sit around the table with you every night the people that love you the most right yeah okay then so why wouldn't you do that because if you love them you have open communication mm-hmm. so go and talk to them what like yeah go and tell them how you feel mm-hmm. and the changes that you need their help with because that's your team yeah yeah and if you're fighting every night without your team, then you're going to struggle. Yeah. Yeah, that's often like we're so afraid of uh, changing um, in front of those people that we love as well. I think that we're kind of almost scared that if we admit that we're struggling or uh, we admit that we'd like ourselves to be different, we kind of worry that that might somehow make them not love us anymore and might frighten them off but that's not gonna happen is it <laughs> not in a million years but we, it's one of the stories we tell ourselves like I can't I can't do that I can't push myself out of this box because um what if I, I lose everything but that never happens they're there your team as you say they're there to support you and that accountability is so powerful isn't it once you've 
once you've done that and you've got that hand holding yeah. going on and then you've got then you because you're again it's a story oh i can't do this well have you done it before no so how do you know you can't talk to them yeah oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, i'll lean on the stories a lot and really question what's the story and that what's the narrative behind yeah. and there's so many different things you buy you know i get people telling me all sorts of stuff i'm like okay mm. start to unpick it so yeah for sure and often once we start to get past it i've got a client who's now making more money in their business because we've now really gone for and simplified so mm. i literally said to her right this session we're going to get your calendar up and we're going to work through everything you're going to tell me everything that's going in your business now she was like i thought it was about nutrition i'm like how we do one thing is everything <laughs> now she's got time to exercise she's doing less work she's simplifying her systems she's not feeling stressed the weight's coming off the relationship with her partner is better and she's making more money yeah yeah absolutely feeds out into everything else in life doesn't it (laughs) It um but it does it just it just starts to spill out everywhere and when we actually take that step back and start taking time for ourselves as well we've got so much more energy we've got so much more to give and we're able to really get perspective on things too so yeah no no wonder and well done you for like spotting that it's such a, a, a holistic thing because it is it's quite rare to find that I think <laughs> I found that actually yeah I found it's it is you know often people come they tried every diet they tried everything they don't know why yeah. they can't last more than six weeks or so so yeah whole picture yeah it's not all about counting calories it's not about counting hell, calories hell to the no hell no <laughs> um so what are some of the kind of common pitfalls or myths that you see um dovetailing nicely (laughs) in terms of the things that people buy into in terms of their health or that might actually be harming them in terms of their mental functioning and well-being what what kinds of things do you think really oh lord where can i this could be a long episode (laughs) that's the question (laughs) right so let's ready ready. um so one is I'm menopausal. I can't lose weight. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm going to make this very, very stark for people listening back to this. Mm-hmm. There are menopausal women in countries around the world who have no food. Mm-hmm. They lose weight. They don't die fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what is it about in the West where we have all this food that means we have things like starvation mode? It's another thing. Oh my God, starvation mode. <laughs> There's this perception that the body holds on to fat when it doesn't have enough food. Yeah. That it's not even a logical logical statement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your body needs a certain amount of energy each day. Are you saying that your body's going to hold on to more fat and not meet the energy requirement that you need when there's no food? That doesn't make sense. What's the point in storing the fat then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another one. So there's two straight away. Menopause, um, you know, the... Uh-huh menopause means weight gain the second one would be yeah starvation mode that your body holds on to fat it doesn't happen like that actually at all yeah um let's see um a big one and you mentioned earlier about tracking calories this is a really contentious one Mm. uh, because if we make a cake we weigh out and measure the ingredients Mm -hmm. but if it comes to tracking the meal a meal one meal like, oh my god it's obsessive and oh you know it's, it's complete rubbish yeah now i know there's going to be certain people who maybe have eating disorders and may be triggered by that totally get that and you do something very different for that person 
But what I think that tracking your calories accurately does, not just put it into my fitness power, for example, actually going, let me just weigh my pasta. Mm. In fact, I'll challenge anyone to say, right, if they love peanut butter, get their pe- scoop out peanut butter as they would and then weigh how much they scoop. It is not. It is not a serving size, <laughs> right? <laughs> it is not a serving. I guarantee you, that you'll be like, oh, <laughs> or pasta. Do pasta raw, um, and people are. Oh, I see now. Yeah, it's scary, but I think tracking calories makes it real. It's evidence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have to do is remove the emotion around it. So tracking calories is bad and all the rest of it that needs to go as well mm-hmm. i think the last one i quote now is oh lord carbs carbs are going to make you fat mm-hmm. yeah that's a big one isn't it oh lord right <laughs> quick, quick, um, explode it for us go on <laughs> really really quick all right cool so carbs are they're not essential for life because you can work you can live without carbs mm-hmm. but then you'd have to live without joy like i would this past the rice potatoes all that stuff no more pizza oh. <laughs> oh who wants to do that what happens is you know you hear all these diets that are like you need to balance your hormones with these diets and stuff mm. that is a lie what happens is this if a diet says to you you need to cut out all your carbs typical western diet is about 70 percent carbohydrate mm-hmm. you just remove 70 percent of your energy yeah in food it's not balancing your hormones. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually argue that hormones are never balanced. People talk about hormones being balanced. That's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Hormones are never balanced. If they were balanced, nothing would work. You'd just be in a, I don't know, you just wouldn't move. Nothing would happen. Yeah. <laughs> Bodies yeah. are surprisingly good at kind of keeping doing what they do, regardless of what you do to them. Aren't they? <laughs> exactly. And, and hormones have to interact with each other, right? Yeah. Kind of ebb and flow. So one does one act. One does the opposite of that. It's a bit like muscles. One muscle does one movement, the other muscle does the return movement. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is people associate carbs often with foods that contain a lot of fat. So what was the first thing you said? When I said carbs, you said pizza. Pizza. <laughs> right. Pizza is probably 50% fat. Mm-hmm. So fats get away with it. Fats go and hide in the corner of carbs. Chocolate is 50% fat. Yeah. Ice cream is mainly fats. So when we think about carbs, it's not necessarily just the carbs, it's the fats that come with it. It's the combination that makes it tasty. Mm -hmm. You then eat lots of it. Very simple. It didn't balance your hormones. You just ate 2,000 calories worth of pizza (laughs) three times a week and it blew your calories for the week. That's all that happened. Mm -hmm. I think we need to learn to appreciate we can have all the foods we love, but restriction isn't a bad thing. Let me mm. explain. If your child ran into the road, you would restrict them by pulling them back. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm saying is you can have chocolate. You can eat pizza if you want to. I'm, I'm never going to ban any food unless it makes you ill or you hate it. Mm. Never going to ban any food. Or if it's a gateway food, sometimes I pull them out of someone's diet because like me, it's wine gums. If I have what if I know wine gums in the house, that's it. It's all over. <laughs> okay. But you can have all those things. You just can't have as much as you used to. And once you start building the awareness of how you do it, because we mindlessly eat, hmm. um, we have food amnesia. There's a classic one. 
Um, I remember once going to a client's house. She said, oh, come over for lunch. I said, oh, great, awesome. She said, yeah, I'm just tracking my calories and I'm not losing weight, Greg. I said, okay, cool. I said, do what you got to do. Well, I'm going to sit here and I'll just, and I watched her. Mm. And in the space of an hour, we'd had this lunch and we were talking about stuff and training and stuff. And then all of a sudden, there's a couple of biscuits here. There's a slice of bread, a little bit of cheese. When she went to get me a drink, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the start reality. That was an extra 500 calories or so. You just start, you just eat and I'm just guessing watching. She's like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is what we do then is we restrict everything too much. Yeah. Yeah. So we go, right, that's it. No more carbs. I'm just going to eat vegetables and chicken. Sorry for the vegans, fake chicken whatever and then we're going to just take every enjoyable food out of our lives so then we go to like this many calories we get really hungry um your hormones so ghrelin for example says wait go and get some food you can't sleep you've got no energy your body's going to push you to eat so then you go the complete opposite eat everything stuff it i've given up i can't do this and that's where this cycle comes in yeah so yeah there we go I just wanted to pick up on that last point about about not restricting anything because I think that's so important and I think that's probably why I started following you on LinkedIn in the first place it's like here's somebody who's talking sense yes because <laughs> the minute you say to your brain deny you can't have that you, you just want it all the more that's the thing that you crave the most you our brains hate loss they hate denial they hate being restricted from anything so it's just like a big flashing red light saying eat me eat me you know as soon as you say I'm not eating any chocolate and willpower will get you a a certain amount of the way but then a little bit of time and a bit of stress kicks in and all of a sudden you're sat there you've had a glass of wine and it's been a difficult day at work and you you just willpower's got no chance at that point so like you say so much better just to allow everything but moderate it and be careful about I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna knock that one out of the park as well. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> word moderation is an awful word. Sorry. <laughs> awful world word. Mm-hmm. And I think and I, the only reason I say this is because I think everyone uses it because it's a nice way to say you just eat a bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't moderate wine gums. It doesn't work. Mm, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't work. So <laughs> therefore I would never say moderate wine gums. I'll say maybe I need a handful or 75 grams of it. And I'll yeah. start to practice eating that. So I think moderation has to be, we have to be very careful with moderation because everyone's moderation is different. Yeah. Like some people are moderate. Moderation is a bottle of wine after a stressful day. That's moderation. <laughs> Probably not, maybe not the best. I don't know. Um, but I think, yeah, if people looked at their nutrition over a week. Mm. The problem is we look at snapshots. So often I'll get, oh, great, it's a chocolate. That's why I'm not losing weight. Yeah. yeah. And the chocolate, 250 calories great have one every day if you want in fact i'd rather i'd rather say to you abby look here's how your nutrition nutrition plan is going to work we're going to start with chocolate in mind what yeah <laughs> when we put the chocolate in for the week and then build the rest of your nutrition around it yeah now what you're more likely to stick to that aren't you Actually, and it takes away the guilt as well doesn't it and guilt's such a gonna a driver of stress and the stress just makes us want to eat more so <laughs> bang, bang. Exactly. Love it best approach wonderful stuff great so um (laughs) if you could give our listeners like 
any bit of advice right now what, what might that be just put you on the spot completely okay follow me on linkedin or facebook wherever you find <laughs> there you go that's number one no I think <laughs> maybe we need to look at the look at things from a place of what we actually want rather than what we're going to lose mm-hmm. is that like you said you mentioned it the phraseology of i want to lose weight yeah and sometimes i hate using the word lose weight but I, I, it's a term people understand people connect yeah yeah but what do you want what do you want as a business and then build everything that works towards it because you're more likely to, to move faster going forward than always looking over your, over your, over your shoulder. So I think that'd be one thing. Number two, like don't be afraid to journal. I think journaling and writing down how you feel mm-hmm. is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one for me, for my clients. Number three, I'd say ladies start getting strong, like lifting some heavy stuff. Mm. Well, show up again in so many other areas of your life um love one sleep ladies sleep is so important like no. i could do a whole episode on sleep <laughs> i can do a whole thing on sleep so that's, um, <laughs> yeah maybe i need to do a podcast on it um but sleep is just massive for everybody and netflix is always going to be there you're not missing anything so everything's recorded on tv nowadays go to bed you will feel awesome the next day and you will eat better the next day. Yeah. Everything people, will be better the next day so much. Yeah, everything the next day is tight. Um, get support, get help. And like actually invest in your health. Like this is a really big one. I think we work hard. We've got businesses we're trying to run, but we won't invest in the one thing that keeps the whole thing going. Mm. Like I'll see people go and, go and sort the car out and then get some health coaching oh no I can't afford it it's too much yeah but they can't bring that energy to work and wonder why they can't concentrate why not making money in their business because they're not in a good state themselves doesn't make sense no (laughs) again that comes back to the story of am I important enough Mm. so I think once you start to really wrap your head around the how important you are to your business your relationships your health your friends your family your loved ones then that will open far more many gates than the best nutrition plan once you get that and start thinking about that everything else starts to fall in place a little bit better yeah it's like reps in the gym you have to keep repeating it yeah you don't do an exercise once right you just repetition it gets better it gets better wise words wise words love it thank you um last question i just ask everybody who comes on my podcast this one so <laughs> a bit of a random left field one what would you do differently if you could do your business all again from the word code what, what would be different for you there's probably about three or four things <laughs> there's always loads <laughs> there's, there's a couple I think I would have got I would have invested in getting coaching support much earlier yeah um yeah that was just liberating it was scary to pay that money but you know what best thing I did ever mm-hmm. number two really try and work and look at your niche number three understand that your business is a part of you it's not just an, it's not another thing it's part of you so if you're not functioning right your business ain't going to function right yeah and I've spent many a year even in myself trying to push hard in my business but weren't pushing hard to look after myself and the business suffered I suffered mm-hmm. doesn't make sense so now my business set up so that you know I, it, it works for me yeah. not for the business and the same for you should be for your nutrition you know, don't try and squeeze yourself into a meal plan the meal plan should squeeze itself into your life 
then you get a result. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Loads of insights there. I think that's going to be really, really fascinating for our listeners. And um, where can people find you if they want to find out any more? You said LinkedIn. Yeah. So I'm on LinkedIn, Greg Fearon. Um, on Facebook, Greg Fearon. On I'm on TikTok now. Don't worry, you won't catch me dancing. I promise. <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> I do some videos on TikTok, so Greg Fearon there as well. So yeah, come say hello. And I have a podcast, which is the Greg Fearon podcast. So wonderful have to get you on at some point yeah love that i would really really love to come and talk about anything we could do that sleep thing that'd be great that's one of my pet subjects as well so. <laughs> do it let's do it thank you for having me thank you thank you so much it's been wonderful cheers thank you bye so i hope that was interesting and i hope you really enjoyed today's episode if you'd like to get in touch the uh, email address again can be found via the show notes for today at www.unblockyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and you can find details for how to get in touch with Greg there as well. So really hope you've enjoyed that. Have a wonderful week and I will be back very soon as always. Take care. Thanks for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, it would be incredible if you could pop a review on iTunes, Google or your favourite podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe for more incredible mindset and strategic updates every single week. And I would love you to head over to www.unblockyourbusiness.com where you can pick up free resources for imposter syndrome, money mindset and so much more and join my incredible email community, The A-List. See you there.